gamers. Rise up. Put your controllers in your hand and uh, your Doritos in the other hand. Is that a stereotype that like people kind of don't do anymore? Is like the gamer grub. Um, I think it's still a thing. They still have gamer grub like branded things that are just like pretzels and gummy bears all in the same bag. The Mountain Dew with like the halo codes that yep. you can only get in Mountain Dew cases. They are still doing that right now for Call of Duty. The Mountain Dew are like the drinks I can understand more, but any serious gamer like doesn't eat a Dorito and then pick their controller back. No, up. you get I it all over your fully controller. Wash- <laughs> yeah. I would have to fully wash my hands before I would feel comfortable like picking up the controller. I saw again. this product uh, that is basically like chopsticks, but it goes in between your fingers. I think I know and what it you're like extends about. your fingers so that you can like reach into the bag and like and then you, you just have to keep do like it. a little peace sign. Yeah. And you just keep it on your hand like while you're playing. It looks really stupid, just but also pause the game if you're hungry. <laughs> Maybe it's not a bad idea. I don't know. I don't know. These are things to think about. I would I would have to like hold it for a while and see if like my hand starts cramping up or something. It doesn't look super comfortable. No. And comfort is top of the list when it comes to extended gaming sessions. Oh yeah. For sure. Speaking of that that weird thing that you just described, that might make a good birthday gift for someone. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Are you embarrassed? A little bit, this. yeah. Happy birthday to happy birthday, dear Brendan. Happy birthday to you, Brendan. Happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. It is my birthday on the day we are recording this. It is currently Brendan's birthday. It it was it was Brendan's birthday. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> two days ago. I don't know. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this week, yeah. When this is being recorded, in our present, <laughs> your past. Uh, everyone. Head to our social media channels. Wish Brendan a big old happy birthday. He still looks very embarrassed that I even brought this up. It's okay. I understand. Uh, Brendan, any video games that remind you of your birthday? You've got a nice prime birthday time for video mm-hmm. gaming. Right in the middle of November when all the big games come out. That's a nice time for yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. Um, nothing really. No games like really have an association with my birthday. When I was little, my sister Catherine bought me Tie the Tasmanian Tiger for my birthday. So good gift. That's one. Uh, I always think about my birthday when I play uh, Death Stranding because that has the birthday Easter eggs all through it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like when you would shout like, I'm Sam, they'll yell back, happy birthday. That's so stupid. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) And then there's like a special, you know, the BB like flashback scenes that you get sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's a special one of those where your dad comes in the room and sings happy birthday. It seems like to BB and then he reaches into BB and pulls the camera out. So like you see BB still there, but he's talking directly to you like through the camera. Mm. It's weird, but I love it. I don't know if I like that. I don't know. And then there's a, a birthday cake on the table in your room Okay, as well. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff. Kojima just wants everyone to feel special yeah. on their birthday. And you know what? I think it worked. The first time I, I saw it happen, the year that game came out, I was super stoked about it. I have a birthday in late August, so the number one video game that I associate with my birthday is the Madden NFL football <laughs> series. Yep, yep. 
I think multiple years it has come out directly on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Not that I am, am really still purchasing, purchasing those games at this point in my life, but it just, it's like, oh yeah, it's my birthday. Madden's out. Some people are happy about that. Yep. <laughs> it's an easy association for me to make. Uh, growing up, I had an association with Harry Potter. Before those became summer blockbusters, mm. they used to come out usually on my birthday. Interesting. And uh, they came out, I think he's, what, 11 in the first one? And it came out on my 11th birthday. Wow. So I was like, hell yeah. And then every year for the first, I think, three movies, it worked out like that. What an incredible treat for just you. Just me. And And everyone else who's born on this day. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's true. (laughs) But it can feel like a unique experience. Perhaps you and me each had a unique experience (laughs) Playing the video game that is the topic of today's conversation. Yes, we did. Brendan's been really, we've both been waiting to record this one for we a have, while. Yeah. It took me a long time to finish the game. Hmm. An indication of how you <laughs> feel about it? We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> Brendan, have you ever played any of the other Samurai Jack video games that exist? Uh, none, none of like any official like console releases, if those exist. Uh, I'm sure I've played some of like the Flash games at some point. Okay, there are there's like a PS2 game, maybe multiple PS2 games. Mm. I'm not sure. Um, there's a GBA game called the Amulet of Time. Ooh, I never played it, but I did watch a little bit of a Let's Play of it on YouTube because I was curious. Uh, it looks like shit, but it's probably somebody's favorite video game. Probably of all time. most uh, licensed Game Boy games were shit. But yes, <laughs> but, you know, you got it. THQ had to make money somehow. <laughs> yeah, they were all THQ, weren't they? Ninety nine percent of them. It was the toy headquarters. Yep. So what are you going to do? <laughs> I had a spawn game that I think Damn. I beat one time. I had a cat dog computer game. <gasps> that sounds rad. Quest for the Golden Hydrant, I think it was called. It was oh, pretty good. I think I might have actually played that. Um, that sounds familiar. <laughs> It's like a series of mini games kind of mm-hmm. that you could play. I don't know. You know what? It was not a bad way to keep me entertained for like an hour. And oh, a yeah. Half. Yeah. Um, the Flash games, as far as Samurai Jack is concerned, I also that's my only memory. I think the only ones that I've ever actually played specifically, there was a one called Way of the Warrior, mm-hmm. which is one that you could play on Cartoon Network dot com. Um, it was a series of mini games based on. Jack's training montage from the very first episode. Yep, yep. I, th- I remember talking about this, I think, during the first episode. Okay. <laughs> um, I played this game a lot back in the day. Um, it was pretty fun. Also, I shout out to J Reviews on YouTube, who has a video covering all of the different Samurai Jack Flash games. Oh, hell yeah. I'll have to watch that. Also, R.I.P. Flash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. So that's, yeah, a history of Samurai Jack video games. Of course, Samurai Jack has appeared in other things like that Cartoon Network fighting game that we found out about mm-hmm. in recently. Um, but here we are. Samurai Jack, the television show, ends in 2017. It finishes up its run on Adult Swim. Brendan is a younger man who hasn't seen it just yet. Nope. I'm also a younger man who did see it and thought, mm, five Four or five years from now, I'm going to dissect every single episode <laughs> of this show with a friend every week, and it's going to drive me insane. I did have that thought at the time. <laughs> did you? Yeah. 
it was on my mind. Uh, so yeah, 2017, the show ends. And then in February 2020, they say, hey, we're making a Samurai Jack video game. <laughs> and I think the whole world was shocked when yeah. this was announced. Everyone collectively said, why? How, how, <laughs> how, why, what? <laughs> I think most of them just said, huh? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, sure enough, they announce it in 2020. It's coming out Samurai Jack Battle Through Time, the mm -hmm. topic of today's bonus episode. A game published by Adult Swim Games. So they do publish a lot of games. Adult Swim Games, you would think that, again, like the licensed games in our memory are kind of of a shittier quality. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Adult Swim Games is actually trying a little bit. I What other games have they put out? I couldn't name any exactly <laughs> right now. I feel like they did like the maybe like a Rick and Morty. Is there like a Rick and Morty virtual reality thing? I, you know what? There might be. I'm not sure. I'll, I've seen Adult that's Swim. Adult Swim, though. That's not Squanch Tendo. What is, what's that? Is it just Squanch Studios now? Squanch Tendo is not bad. I, it was Squanch Tendo, but I think they changed it <laughs> uh, because they were afraid of getting sued. That's fair. That's totally fair. Uh, I have no idea. I, you know what? I <laughs> I can't name any Adult Swim game games off the top of my <laughs> head, but I feel like I have seen them produce things that were mm. actually decent indie games. So they're at least making an effort. Yeah, well, there you go. For the most part. Um, developed by a Japanese company, Soleil Games, who has done a handful of things. They made a, a Naruto game. Oh, yeah. Like one of the Ninja Storm games or something uh, like that. Some sort of ship shippuden. <laughs> I don't Is that even how you pronounce that? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Uh, they also made that. I don't I'm not sure if you ever saw this. That game called Ninjala. No, which looks like a weird Splatoon ripoff kind of colorful thing with kids in like a multiplayer. I don't know. I've seen it in like Nintendo Nintendo directs before. Huh. No, I don't know if I've heard of that one. It always just kind of looked like they were trying to rip off Splatoon, so it always stood out to me for that exact reason. I don't know if it was any good or not. Oh, yeah, it does look exactly like Splatoon. <laughs> exactly like Splatoon. Yeah, they, were just, <laughs> they were just doing that, and it was promoted in Nintendo Directs, which was even stranger. But Weird. Um, yes, Soleil Games, published by Adult Swim Games. Uh, in an interview with Sci-Fi... Uh, Gendy Tartakovsky said he was approached by Adult Swim Games and initially didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, we kind of finished up the story. Like we did the whole damn thing. This was, yeah. we put a, an exclamation point on Samurai Jack. Uh, and also, he admitted that the old games that we just talked about that they made back in the day were all shitty cash grabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A fair point. Yeah, yeah. I And I, you got to appreciate that he can see that and be like, you know, maybe let's not just make another shitty game. If he was worried about making money on Samurai Jack, it would still be going on. Oh, yeah. But no, he he wants it to be of high quality. And with his this history, he was hesitant at first, but eventually they convinced him that they were really going to try and so what he did was he asked the head writer of season five of Samurai Jack, Derek Bachman, to personally oversee this uh, collabo mm -hmm. and, you know, make sure they kind of stayed true to the, the story of Samurai Jack. And 
this is all information you can find from wikipedia.org, a fine website. Yep. I should state my sources here. <laughs> um, initially, this this Derek Bachman, he wasn't sure what he wanted to do with this game because, again, they did kind of finish the story of Samurai <laughs> yeah, Jack. Yep. What do you do? How can you continue this? Um, and what he focused on, he didn't want to focus on continuing the story, but he did focus on one particular scene in the series finale of Samurai Jack where Jack and Ashi are flying through the time portal that Ashi creates when she finds out she has Aku power. Spoilers, I guess. I mean, if you're listening to this already, you probably should have yeah. watched. <laughs> go, and if you have it, you can go back and listen to our recap of the entire series. Of every every episode, <laughs> all 62 of them, and then come back and listen to this. Yeah. We'll be waiting for you. Uh, Brendan, can we just give them a second to yeah, do that? just give them a minute. Welcome back. <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed it. Brendan's had 20 more birthdays <laughs> since you left us. It's my 50th birthday now. <laughs> Congratulations. You look great. Well, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Um, yeah, he focuses on that one window where they're flying through the time portal. And and, mm-hmm. and then there's the brief window between when Aku sends Samurai Jack to the future in the past, mm-hmm. like happens in the first episode of Samurai Jack. There's a, like 20 seconds between him leaving and then when Jack and Ashi return, when Aku's just kind of hanging out there talking to himself, like what? He, Derek Bachman says, what happened then? Like what was going on in that window of time? Yeah. Did anyone really need to know? <laughs> I guess is the I question I'm asking you right that now. They were traveling through the tunnel. Like I didn't, I, I didn't think anything happened there. And I didn't care if anything happened there either. Yeah, there's not really a lot where you're like, well, I need to know every detail of it. It was just kind of a good bit to have it happen just a few seconds after he leaves. It was very silly, and I feel like this almost kind of undoes a lot of that silliness. Yeah, yep. Uh, Brandon, there's so much to talk about here. Um, But I guess if you're going, if you are going to make a Samurai Jack video game that focuses on like, what happened after the finale or like try to focus on that final season. I guess you could pick a worse way to approach that. Like, it's, yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a clever idea. It's a good way to like the, the, the setup for the game is a good way to have a bunch of characters from the show be able to appear like old villains and locations. It's not a bad way to handle that. Um, anyway, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> save it, save it, save it, save it. <laughs> Anyway, the game finally does release on August 21st, 2020 on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and iOS. Brendan, you tried the iOS one I briefly, did, didn't you? yeah, because they did a free uh, Apple Arcade trial, like right when that first started up, I think. Right. Uh, and it was on there, so I, I downloaded it and I played not even the whole first level, like the first battle of the first level uh and then i stopped because we were doing the show it was like a week before we started doing the show do you think that you could have uh followed through and played the whole game in that format uh no no i don't think that would have been any fun at all (laughs) (laughs) well it's a good way it's a good thing you chose the much more super fun way to play (laughs) this game later on uh brendan and i both played this we played the ps4 version Mm -hmm. on our playstation 5s yep 
Uh, I did not experience any technical issues while playing the game. Brendan, you did. I had a hard crash at one point. Um, not sure what caused it. It was kind of just I was running down a hallway in one of the later levels of the game and it just turned off. Oh, man, so frustrating yeah, when that happens. That's part of the reason it took me so long to finish, because once it shut off, I turned off the PlayStation and didn't touch it again for maybe two like weeks. Like a month. Yeah. It was, I, I kept checking to see, like, has Brendan picked the game back up? And it was Brendan Riley last online 24, 25 days ago. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I was not in a rush to get back to it. Uh, well, I can't imagine why. Um, anyway, that's <laughs> all, this, all this setup for... What is now, let's dive into Samurai Jack Battle Through Time, the video game. Mm -hmm. Brendan, I have here written down in my notes, I have let Brendan go first. <laughs> uh, what am I giving my thoughts? Am I giving like a, what, like what happens in the game? I think the way maybe we can approach this is it's the game is broken down into levels. Yeah. Maybe we'll just go like level by level and kind of talk about the whole damn thing, sprinkle in our thoughts as okay. we go. Yeah. Um, to start, I guess, let's keep it surface level. Okay. What, um, what'd you think? Uh, I started the game on the hardest difficulty available to start. There is a even harder difficulty that you unlock, I think probably by beating the levels on the, the hard difficulty. Um, the first battle I was having fun and then there's a second battle in like a canyon right after you get through like a field of craters uh, and I didn't know how to block and I didn't know how to dodge and there's a bunch of flying enemies and there's no uh, invulnerability frames whenever you get hit and the enemies do not space their attacks so I, get, I kept getting just like run down uh, immediately in every fight uh, so I very quickly set the difficulty to the second easiest, so not like the the lowest difficulty, but one up from there. Uh, and I found that enemy placement changes when you do that. Yes. Um, different enemies spawned, uh, and it was still tough to play. I never got the hang of the uh, perfect block in the game. No, no, I hardly ever did either. Yeah, yeah. never, never happened. Um, and I was very frustrated in this first level. <laughs> uh, so even just beyond the first level, we'll go, we will walk through this entire thing. But mm -hmm. Brendan, I mean, I guess where I'm coming at, like my evaluation of this entire game, there's really two questions that I think should be answered for the purposes of what we're doing here. Okay. The first one is, is this a good video game? Uh, no, no, I don't think that it is. I also do not think that Samurai Jack <laughs> Battle Through Time is a good video game. I will talk more about why. I very badly wanted to like this game, um, but I very much did not like this game. I, similarly, I felt it was my duty as <laughs> the co-host of Gotta Recap, a Samurai Jack Rewatch podcast. I felt like I had to like this game and thoroughly explore this game and thoroughly explore this game I did, Brendan. I took my responsibility so seriously <laughs> that I did accomplish the platinum trophy on my PlayStation. Oh, boy. I After I beat it, I looked through the achievements to see what that uh, entails. Um, and I don't think I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I absolutely wouldn't recommend it to you or anyone. I Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You have to replay the same levels over and over yeah, and over Yeah, you have over to beat every again. level on the two hardest difficulties 
Uh, you have to yes. you have to beat a level using only your fists, a level using only your sword, a level using every different kind of item, like every different kind of weapon. Just that. Um, <laughs> and are most of the weapons hardly worth using? I don't. Some, I don't know because I didn't use any that. of them. <laughs> <laughs> some would. Some would have questions about that. Um, uh, I but yeah, they I break. I, well, I'm not. I, I don't like that they break. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> it so I had to to accomplish this, which I didn't have to do, but I no. felt like I did. Um, I played the game repeatedly, so I do feel like I am maybe the foremost expert in the <laughs> world on Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. So please ask AMA. I, I'm an open book. <laughs> I uh, I was exploring very thoroughly for most of it and then i got to a point in uh i want to say like level three whichever one is uh where you're going to fight the lava monster uh-huh uh there was a branching path and i forgot that you could push a button that will tell you which way you're supposed to go so i guessed and i went the way that progresses the level and missed like a an explorable area fuck and from that point i was like well I'm not going to keep exploring then since I've already <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> it's such a similar thing that I had yeah. so often in, in my early experience with the game. And then I went, but I have to do it if I'm going <laughs> to get this fucking platinum trophy. Yeah. Oh, what a mistake I made. Uh, there are um, some side areas that that just go forever. Like they're, they're, they're long yes. ass like side hallways. And uh, some of them do pay off in like good weapons, which again questionable if you need them mm -hmm. um none of them pay off in like good story moments which sucks yeah yeah um i also i never got a uh machine gun interesting uh, i'm not sure how that's possible yeah it never happened uh but i did have a ton of ammo for machine guns that i ended up selling <laughs> uh and you can't uh the complete side thing in the shop you can sell your ammo uh and you can have up to 99 of them in a stack and there is like most menus in most games. If you're at one, you hit back and you go to the maximum. This does not have that. No, you so gotta I, go through I had each to tile. sit there and yeah, I had to sit yeah. there and, and mash it to get to 99. I later found out that you can press up and it'll go up by 10 instead. Okay, okay, uh, so it's it a little better. Yeah, a tiny bit of time because I had uh, like not four enough. stacks of ammo to sell. Oh, Brendan, I love that we're getting into the pedantic <laughs> bullshit that we hated about this game. We're already getting into it. Okay. Okay. So that's question number one. Is this a good video game? We, I think we are both <clears throat> immediately in agreement. No, no, this is not a good video game. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it unless, and here's, I think, the second question that mm -hmm. we need to answer as we go through all of this. Is this a good Samurai Jack video game? Um, like, like, does it do justice to Samurai Jack? Is that what you're asking? Is it like a good addition to Samurai Jack? And like, will it make fans of Samurai Jack happy to play through this game? Like, does it do enough to satisfy being a shitty game, which it is? <laughs> does it do enough like good Samurai Jack stuff where if you are a huge fan like you and me and presumably everyone who is listening to this podcast, mm -hmm. is it worth it for them to go through this even on like the easiest difficulty just to like see all of the Samurai Jack stuff? Um, I mean, it's it's got a lot of nods and like a lot of like wink at the camera like, hey, remember, remember the clenches? Here they are. 
We'll talk about the clenches. <laughs> um, and it is canon, I'm pretty sure. It is canon. Um, so, I mean, if you if you really need, uh, like, just a bit more Samurai Jack, I would say maybe. Um, I don't think the story is really anything special. Uh, I would agree with that. But it was kind of neat. It was a neat idea. I think what's there is good. Like, I think what's there for Samurai Jack stuff is fun. And if you are like a mega fan, there are enough. Yeah, just like you said, nods and like weird things you wouldn't expect to see. Um, There's enough stuff like that in there that I think it's worth it for that category of Samurai Jack fan. I just feel I can't help but feel like they could have done so much more. Mm, I think so. Yeah. And they didn't. <laughs> no, no. A lot of like it's it's weird to me because like a lot of the side characters that you run into, um, like the Scotsman and the Samurai, don't really feel like they need to be there for the most part. It seems like wasted potential for yeah, a lot of like them. the Samurai is your shopkeeper in the game, um, which is weird, but fine, I guess. And then the Scotsman and his daughters just kind of show up all over the place, just standing around. And have one line of dialogue like, yeah. we're ready. Yeah, they're like, oh, the, the, yeah, they say something out loud. And then in text, it's like, oh, dad went around the side. And then like <laughs> you go and they always give you something. They're like, oh, yeah, thanks for talking to me. Here's some haggis. Here's a hot water. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Rothy. <laughs> uh, and they um, all have quests associated with them, too. Like find and talk to them every time they appear. To, like, yes. finish a quest. And I don't think I got it for, like, any of them. Uh, I only did because I had to. But, mm. yeah, when I beat my first playthrough of the game, I was surprised at how many of them I had missed. Yeah. Um, like, Rothschild, I expected to be able to find everywhere. everywhere. Uh, but I, I apparently missed him uh, at least once. I don't know how many times, actually, but... Um, well, we all miss him when he's not around. When he's not around, everyone should be asking, where's Rothschild? Where's Rothschild? (laughs) Uh, Okay, Brendan, here we go. Are you ready to do this thing proper? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So I will say that the opening cinematic before the start screen when you turn the game on is Aku's narration and story from the original Samurai Jack opening credits. I don't know that I ever actually let that play. I think I let it play the first time and said, that's neat. I'm glad they did that. Um, but it does cut off before the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they don't have the rights for that. I, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is one of my notes, too, is that the music in this game, I feel like, is unremarkable. Like, I, do, oh, I yeah. feel like there was nothing in the game that I'm like, oh, that's a familiar Samurai Jack theme. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of regular video gamey score yeah i think music and video games has to do a lot to stand out for me yeah otherwise it just kind of fades away i think that this one just didn't hit that bar but anyway so the game when you hit start on the game the very first thing that happens is it is showing actual footage from the television show samurai jack Mm -hmm. which i was not expecting it to show like the actual (laughs) animation i wasn't either Although it's weirdly like choppy, I don't, I'm not really sure. It's like a weird thing that happens when you translate it into a video game. It doesn't run as smoothly. No, no. It's trying to run it at like 60 frames per second, but the show is only in like 12. So it's all, yeah, all messed up. (laughs) Um, But it picks up from the moment in the series finale when the demonic Ashi is choking the life out of Jack after he just yelled, I love you. 
mm-hmm. as we all remember the classic scene. Um, but yeah, it's showing actual footage from the show. What I think is weird is that the lines have been re-recorded by the actors too, and maybe another weird like rights thing where they couldn't use any of the audio from the original. Maybe because the the music in the background, they couldn't cut it without fucking up all the voices, so they had to re-record everything. I think that's possible. It does. It does. It's noticeable that is re-recorded lines in this scene and then in the final scene mm-hmm. of the game too. Um, but it goes through the whole thing. Ashi creates the time portals. They she pulls Jack through. She's got Aku's powers. They're going back to the past to defeat Aku once and for all. At this point, when they get into the time portal, is where it changes to the game's art style. It's no longer actual footage from the show. It is mm-hmm. now the Art style of Samurai Jack battle through time. Brendan, how did how did you feel about the art style? Uh, I, d- I don't like it, um, but I think that's kind of a symptom of taking a 2D medium and trying to make it 3D. These characters yes. weren't designed to be 3D. Right. Um, so I think they I think they did what they could with it. And I don't think it's their fault that, that it looks weird. Uh, but it does look weird. Uh, something about the textures on a lot of it is really strange, too. Like, Aku is wrinkly in in like yes. weird ways that he shouldn't be. Uh, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Like There's also a lot of glossy characters, too, like especially yes. glossy that shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, it's it, There's a lot of weirdness going on with it, but I think it's fine for what it is. It's kind of what I would expect from any sort of like... Uh, cartoony looking thing to go from 2D to 3D. It works okay for anime because those characters are kind of designed that way already. But for yes. something like stylized like Samurai Jack, it it doesn't translate too well. Eventually, it didn't bother me. Like it, it is kind of jarring at first when we've spent so mm-hmm. long watching the 2D animated show to be like, oh god, like these characters shouldn't be rendered in this way. But eventually, yeah, it it. It didn't bother me, which I guess is a plus. Yeah, I, I didn't notice how pointy the Scotsman's head was until he was in 3D. It's like a perfect triangle. It's, it just, yeah, it, it, it just comes to a point like he could stab somebody with the top of his head. <laughs> it shouldn't be right. It shouldn't be like that. <laughs> Ashi is also, Ashi is rendered with her original hairstyle and look mm-hmm. from like before she was turned good. Yeah. Um, which is kind of a jarring thing to see her like return to that form although i think it is because she appears in a later level in this game as her old self yeah and they didn't want to render two different versions they, of they, they spent so long making the different damage versions of jack that they didn't want to <laughs> make another ashi uh, model um yeah that was just a weird choice i will say that i feel like the levels in every level like the actual environments feel extremely true to samurai yes, jack yeah. like particularly the city level when he's going through one of those futuristic cities yep. i'm like this looks exactly like it should yep that that all looked good um and then like they like they did a lot the enemies all look good i think uh it's yeah. mostly just jack and the faces when they like talk are are weird. Very weird and stiff. And yeah, I just. I and just Ashi's tits are fucking weird too. That's, that's, that's another result of that 3D animation. <laughs> this is a you lot. You never knew what it was really be like. A, a lot like, going on. <laughs> now you're learning. Um, Yes, they are flying through this time portal. Uh, and unlike what happened on the TV show, 
a laser beam flies into this tunnel and Aku has blasted Jack off course and he kind of falls out of like the side of the time tunnel, Mm -hmm. which of course did not happen on the show. So this is where things are going to start to diverge. He falls out of the time portal into the archaeologist dog's abandoned city from the opening movie of Samurai Jack. Yep. Um, He's, Jack is confused because he knows he's already been here and like saved all of them, which is a very common theme throughout the rest of the game. He's yeah. like, I've been here before. Why don't you remember me? He's like, Jack, well, this is kind of, this is what's going on. And I think it's been, it's, they explain it to him every time too. And he just cannot get his head around it. <laughs> he can't remember it. Yeah. He's very confused. I can understand why. Um, but essentially, yeah, the premise is that Aku has locked Jack in the sort of realm out of time where he's going to fight through scenarios from famous episodes of the show, famous in quotation marks, because some of the levels I just don't know. Yeah. Um, some enemies are uh, not as we remember them from the show. Mostly the bosses are not as we remember them. Mm. Uh, because they are being mind controlled by Aku with these weird little pendants that yeah, they're wearing, yeah, little Aku face medallions. <laughs> which I would like to have one of those in real life. That you make one cool. out of Sculpey. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, Jack has to go through all of these different scenarios from the TV show, and along the way, he has run-ins with Ashi, who's like trying to help pull him out of this. And it seems like she's still in that time tunnel she created and trying to help like get him back on track, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, she a, a, a portal will open up and she'll pop her head out of it once in a while. <laughs> Say, Jack, come to me. And then something will happen and thwart mm-hmm. that. Um, but yes, here we go. This is Samurai Jack <laughs> Battle <laughs> Through Time. Uh, ready to go level by level. There's 10 levels. Yeah, let's do it. Some of them require more talking than others. We'll find out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Level one is titled Aku's Mines, which is, again, the dog city from the opening movie Mm -hmm. of Samurai Jack. Um, Jack gets spit out into that old abandoned city, and immediately you start fighting some Aku destroyer beetle drones. Yep. This is where, yes, we're introduced to the gameplay, which is like this very button mashy action game uh, that's focused around like unsatisfying combos. <laughs> yeah, it's it feels like it's trying to go for like the platinum games style uh, of like perfect dodges, perfect blocks, uh, flashy combos, but uh, it all kind of falls flat. <laughs> and uh, should we talk about the upgrade tree? I feel like. We can talk about the upgrade tree, Brendan. I did also, I just wanted to say that that action, like the fighting reminded me of PS2 games in like a very bad way. It mm-hmm. reminded me of like the Lord of the Rings PS2 games where it's just like <laughs> mashing a thing to make a combo go, but not getting anything out of it. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with that. Although I did like the Lord of the Rings games on the PS2. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had fun with those then, but it's 2020, yeah. <laughs> 2022. I have, I have not played them in a long time. No, I don't think that would be a fun thing to go back to. Yes, Brendan, (laughs) let's talk about... Well, before we get into the upgrade tree, let's talk just a little bit. There's five different weapon categories you can choose Mm -hmm. between. Yep. You can fight with your fists or the sword or uh, hammers or clubs or spears. All of those are not worth fighting with because 
they all can break, just like mm-hmm. you said. And it's so fucking frustrating to be in the middle of a fight and have your weapon break after not much use. No, it, it, it's very quick. Um, and it's expensive to, to repair them if you stop using them before they break. Very much so. Um, which makes it only worth fighting with either uh, Jack's sword, which cannot break, mm-hmm. or Jack's fists, which cannot break. They're yep. the only two things that are ever worth using yep. pretty much in the entire game until you get to later difficulties where, like, some of their special moves have, like, better uh, area of effect stuff going on. I don't know. There, When you get to, like, higher difficulty difficulties, it becomes worth it. But if you're not playing on those difficulties, you would, there's no reason to ever use any mm-hmm. other weapon. Yeah, and <clears throat> you can have up to four of them equipped, I think, at a time. Uh, they're, like, assigned to the D-pad. Um, but those menus to, like, actually equip them are kind of annoying to go through. You mm-hmm. can do it in the middle of battle, though. So, like, if your sword does, or your weapon does break, you can pause and throw a new one on the button. Um, yes. So there is that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I barely used any of them. I used the sword for the most part, and I think I used <laughs> the destroyer drone sickle arm uh, a yep. few times. Yep. Because uh, it did better damage than my sword did uh, for a while, but it was just such a pain in the ass to have to switch it when it was about to break. Uh, Brendan, we're both doing so much shrugging every time we make a point, just like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the skill tree. Uh, I okay. Yeah. Um, I, the reason I wanted to bring it up is because a lot of your abilities are locked to the skill tree. Like, yes. um making the block good is like even worth doing it at is all. It's an extremely yes. late upgrade on the skill tree. Like it takes a lot of resources to get to a point where your block even works the way it's supposed to. Uh, unless you've got like perfect timing. I never found out what the window was for it. Um, but I did start landing them towards the end. Once I'd got a few upgrades for it. The thing that's maddening about the skill tree is that in this game, there's an insane amount of pickups that Mm -hmm. you can get when you defeat enemies. Uh, Going through the tutorials in this very first level made my head spin because there's all these different kinds of like fires and spirits and Skill fire and Kai fire and... (laughs) All these different things that I just cannot remember all of them as I'm going. Um, But the skill tree (laughs) is based on two different currencies that you can pick up throughout the game, but also you have to get different kinds of gems to be yeah, able to unlock. which are things. drops. They're random drops from enemies, so you could play through a level and not get any of them. Not all of them, though. Some of the gems are in, like, the characters in the world will give them to you, or oh, okay. they'll be in, like, chests. Um, but the other two different currencies that you pick up are random drops. Mm. So like you might not ever get them unless you just play a level over and over and over yeah. again. Like and I like, had to. And break the scenery items. Like in the first level, there's crystals. And if you break those, they drop skill fire. Yes. yes. Um, but it's <laughs> you have to run around the level and pick them up. And you you don't control your sprint in this game. You just no. start sprinting after walking just, for a certain amount go. of time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which is frustrating as hell when you're trying to like when you're running and stopping to smash some barrels and then you have to wait for him to start running again just in time for you to stop again. Yeah, I will say uh, you might not have noticed if you didn't use a lot of weapons, but when your weapons break, 
it does automatically give you a certain amount of one of those two currencies that you oh, need for leveling up. I didn't yeah. notice that. I broke a few bows, I think, throughout the course of the game. Okay. Uh, but I didn't um, notice. Yeah, that's, that is, once I realized that, I did start using weapons a lot more so that I could get that currency. So that they would break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's also one of those games that once you max out the skill tree, as I did, you keep accruing XP over oh, time. Yeah, yeah. So it's frustrating where like I grinded for so long to get all these currencies to fill out my skill tree. And then after I've done that, I spend hours looking at hundreds of thousands of skill fire points sitting in my inventory with absolutely nothing with to no. do with them. It would have been nice if they like gave you started giving you more gold at that yeah, point or something yeah. like that. They didn't do it. They just had the same drops. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and gold, you you don't get enough gold in this game. No. Um. At, at any point, I, I think no. the I only ever spent it on upgrading like my sword training to make my sword better because it cost like forty thousand gold, and I was only getting like a couple thousand per level, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I ended up selling all my bullets because the bullets were selling for like 30 each and I had like 300 of them. And it's especially important on the highest difficulties where you have to spend like dozens of thousands of gold in the shops to be able to compete with some of the bosses. Mm. Um, man, yeah, I know. Not a high enough drop rate for gold as opposed to way too high of a drop rate for this stuff when you've already maxed out your shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of the upgrades are like, they drop more of it now. Yeah. And like, so, so if you don't, if you don't prioritize that first, then like, you'll it, just never. Yeah. Yeah. And like the skill tree is weird to navigate. So there's, it's got three sections. Uh, yeah. There's like your physicality, there's your like weapons. And then there's, uh, I don't remember what the third one is. Oh, baby, we are doing a deep dive on Samurai Jack Battle (laughs) Through Time. I hope you folks are invested. (laughs) We got a lot. I got to talk about every little thing. Uh, But so there's those three things, and each one of those has four lines that you go down. Uh, And so you have to buy the things in front of the next thing in the line. But it'll be like, add an extra button to your hammer combo. And I'm like, well, I'm not using the hammer, so I'm not going to unlock that. And it wasn't until later that I, like, actually looked at what was next in the line. And I was like, oh, but I want that really bad. It's like instant kill every enemy. But first, you have to get all of these hammer combos to be able to do it. It's like, oh, this (laughs) sucks, though. I don't want all of that. Uh, So Um, I didn't max out a single thing in the skill tree. I didn't make it to the end of any of the lines. Yeah, well, I had to to get the fucking platinum (laughs) trophy. So here we are. (laughs) One of the upgrades you can get in the skill tree is called jump good, and it lets you jump higher. So I like that. I have that. Yeah, I did get that where you have to hold. It's kind of like the the Luigi thing where you you crouch Mm -hmm. for a minute and then you jump really high. That's good, though. It's good not. Yeah, I liked that. And you need that for some of the collectibles. Um, Yes. So (laughs) I did get that. So that's the basic gameplay of this game. (laughs) And there is... Very little variance mm-hmm. in that gameplay throughout the rest of the game. It would have been nice if there was any kind of different level structures yeah. or like now you're going to be doing this. and Or like a mini game, is, like a, a driving mini game at some point would have been fun. <laughs> this is all that it is. Uh, none of the levels that were based around episodes that we noted were particularly video gamey. 
Uh, uh, well, yep, I got that. I got this written down too. <laughs> felt very good. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that in just two more levels, Brendan. Let's <laughs> return to Aku's mind. So mm-hmm. yes, here we are. You fight some beetles. Jack meets up with Rothy, who doesn't really seem to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Rothy, again, one of those characters that will pop up throughout the rest of the game and give you stuff. Um, it should be noted at this point, if we haven't already done so, that every voice actor in this game, every character in this game is voiced by their original voice actors from the show. And that is every single character. Yeah. It's not like yep. they fudged any of them. They're all in here, which I think is actually pretty remarkable. Yeah, pretty good. I liked, I did like that. And some of them, yeah, like you have to wonder what the budget for voice acting was in this game. Like, it's insane. Although, I don't know, of recent events, we know that voice actors maybe don't make as much money as they they should. I don't know. The whole thing's a mess. R.I.P. Kevin Conroy, one of the best voice actors. Uh, Oh, Batman should be in this game. That would be cool. That would be cool. There's some cool Batman games. There's some really good Batman games. There should be a Batman Samurai Jack crossover. That would be There's got to be something out there. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, eventually this level leads to the swamps from Jack and the Scotsman mm-hmm. where you do have to fight those ro- robo gators that were yep. in that episode. I thought that was kind of fun. I like the robo gators. Those maybe are my favorite enemy type other than, no, I think they're better than the beetle drones. I would agree with that. I like the robo gators. There's interesting fodder enemies in this game, which we'll talk about more. But yeah, this is one of the big ones. And pretty much as soon as one of the fodder enemies is introduced, they are then in every other level mm-hmm. in the rest of the game, which is interesting. Yep. But yes, here you are in the swamp. Eventually, you do reach the Scotsman himself. And yes, he is being controlled by this pendant thing. He wants to fight you. Mm-hmm. And he is the boss, the final boss of this level. You do fight the Scotsman as the rest of the boss fights are in this game it is unremarkable and just like all of the fighting against every other regular enemy that you fight in the game yep except the bosses do this fun thing where every once in a while they just become invulnerable to damage and you have nothing you can do you have to wait it out yeah there's no trick to making it stop it just happens and you literally have to wait (laughs) Um, I did, I did start playing again on the highest difficulty. And when I fought him, I had this move that I unlocked in the skill tree that I did start abusing, uh, where you attack, you do light attack three times and then a heavy attack and Jack will lunge forward through the enemies. Uh, Mm -hmm. and I found that you can stun lock almost every boss with just that move. Uh, so I did that, but then every once in a while it would, they'd go invulnerable and I would just keep doing the move. Because uh, yeah. when they became vulnerable again, I, I was still in it and just hitting them. What was nice was that when I was in endgame mode and just trying to grind for currencies, if you play on the easiest difficulty and you get one of these special moves, which they're like special moves you can activate for each weapon type, um, those were always one hit kills on every boss. Yep. So if I just wanted to blast through a level as quickly as I could to build up my currencies. I didn't have to fuck around with fighting the boss. I could just kill them in one hit if I used the special, which was, <laughs> I was very grateful for that yeah. in those moments. <laughs> it's like buying the rocket launcher in uh, resident evil. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much the, that was pretty much the idea. Um, yes, you defeat the Scotsman and destroy that pendant that he was wearing. And that kind of jogs his memory. He's happy to see you. 
Um, each time you destroy one of these pendants at the end of the level, Jack gets sent into like this weird between times void mm-hmm. space kind of thing. Um, which is where the majority of the encounters that you have with Ashi occur. Yep. Where it's <laughs> it's not really that interesting. It's basically her reaching through a portal and saying, Jack, and Jack <laughs> saying, Ashi, and then it just moves to the next level. And then level. you go to the next level, yeah. <laughs> and it does that again and again. Uh, the next level, level two, Brendan, another Scotsman thing right off the bat, which mm-hmm. I thought was odd. Yeah, uh, maybe they were just trying to keep the flow, like, all right, we met the Scotsman, now let's do his thing. I, I, I guess so. But yes, level two is Boone's Castle from the Jack and the Scotsman 2. Mm-hmm. A level I did not expect to see in this game, but here we are. Yep. Uh, real quick, at the end of every level, you get a rating for the level. Uh, very much this like a Platinum Games type thing. Uh, and the highest is SSJ, I believe. I think there might be an SSJJ. Oh, what does that even stand for? Because I, I, I got like S, I got SJ once and I was like, all right, I got the Samurai Jack rating, which is probably the best. And then another level, I got SSJ and I was like, Super Samurai Jack? Like, what is happening? And then I think there's SSJJ. <laughs> uh, and the criteria for that is time spent, uh, items used gives you negative modifier, uh, times resurrected or like times died. We're doing a deep dive we're doing on it. Samurai we're doing Jack it. battle through time. And we're doing it. Uh, and from that, I found out that every level takes about a half an hour. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Which is a long fucking time to be mashing the button. Luckily, there's only 10 levels, so yeah. it won't take you <laughs> too long to do. It felt like forever. Yeah, at, at times. <laughs> um, Yes, the Celtic demon castle from that episode, Jack arrives at the castle and Aku appears and kind of explains the plot of the game that we've already kind of discussed here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aku again, all the original voice actors or, you know, the official voice actors. So yeah. Greg Baldwin in the game doing a great job. Um, he yeah explains that uh, Jack, Fights his way through the castle, killing lots of these Celtic demon robots from that episode as he goes. That's another one of these fodder enemies that you'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, the Scotsman is here in the castle, just like Rothy. He'll give you shit now if you talk to him. And then, yes, Brendan, as you mentioned, the Scotsman's daughters are also here and will give you shit as you see them. Mm-hmm. So if you ever see them, you know that you're due for... Some kind of item, which is fun. The healing items are like haggis. Hot water is one of them. Yeah. Those are kind of fun themed things. But yeah, anytime you see them, <laughs> it is literally just them going like, eh. and then yes, lines of dialogue in text <laughs> on the screen that are not particularly fun to read. And no. then you get something out of it. So I guess it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they did model a bunch of different scotsman's daughters which i thought was fun there's like two or three of them yeah but then they all show up or all the bunch of characters show up at the end and it's just one of them it's just one of them. you yeah. only get one of them <laughs> they already yeah built the models why not just <laughs> just put, put them, them in the scene like no they did not do that <laughs> yeah this is i think the first level i don't think he shows up in the first level but the samurai shows up just as you said he's oh, the he shop does. he's in the first level Okay, I there's a call exactly a, a hidden path behind one of the houses in the swamp. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Um, he shows up 
at least once in every level in this mm. game because yes he is the shopkeeper um you can buy shit from him <laughs> you can sell your shit to him in a yeah. frustrating fashion <laughs> yeah <laughs> one at a time very slowly for not that much money no no the returns on these things are <laughs> pretty pitiful you get like a hundred coins for a weapon and a hundred coins is not enough to like even buy a hot water to buy yeah it the <laughs> lowest of the healing items um, the samurai voiced by David Allen Greer too. So like, again, the voice mm-hmm. actors stand strong. I'm happy that they brought him back for this. Um, as you go through the level, you climb up a very tall mountain and at the top of the mountain, the bosses, the bosses, two really big beetle drones, which feels really anticlimactic. Oh yeah. I was so disappointed with that. I was like, what, what about the Lord of the hunt? Couldn't we couldn't just do that? Like, what about any yeah, named character from <laughs> the show? But no, it's just the same Beatles, but really, really big. Yep. Yep. Uh, in this episode or not episode in this level, too, I think they introduced the the lion bounty hunter. Yes. So that is the weirdest, I think, of all the fodder enemies is it's those cat person bounty hunters from Jack versus Mad Jack. Mm hmm. That was riding on uh, yeah. that robotic elephant. And they've got like guns and rocket launchers and they whistle at you. And the whistle is the same whistle that your player character makes in uh, Call of Duty's prop hunt. Mm. Like every 30 seconds or minute or whatever, your your prop will whistle to kind of let the other players like have a chance sure. of finding you. It's the same exact whistle sound that these things do. Maybe they borrowed it from the same free audio <laughs> free resource library. library. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking it is. Look, you got to cut costs anywhere <laughs> that you can. Even if you're a lowly developer like Soleil Games or your <laughs> Infinity Ward, you know, either way. Yeah, you just <laughs> we just Wherever need a whistle. <laughs> um so that's the level. You beat two beetle drones. I was really sad. Like, can't we yeah, can't we do anything better than this? Well, don't they combine into one bigger one too? Yes, they do. You defeat them separately, and then they just become another big Yeah, one. it sucked. It was so bad. It's really, really boring. Uh, they did kick the shit out of me for a while, though. I didn't, like, die, but uh, I got really low, and I had to, like, use all of my healing items. Uh, and the game does this fun thing where the more damage you take, the more battle-torn all of Jack's clothes get. And, like, his hair falls out. should have mentioned out. this by now, yes. Yeah, uh, and that persists into, like, the cutscene at the end of the level. Um, and then when you heal, uh, it just appears back on him. Like he's just fully dressed again. And there are these like sparkling areas in the levels, like in every boss arena seems to have at least one of them too, where if you walk through them, you fully heal. Uh, and they're never really explained and they're never even really pointed out. It just kind of happens and you have to like notice the first time that it happens. Uh, but they are possible to waste if you don't realize it's there. Because they're hard I did to that see. so many yeah. fucking times, Brendan. They're I would be on the see. boss. Yeah. I would be on the boss and have just a tiny little bit of damage. But when you walk into that, it just triggers the healing. So I would be wasting it before I was at a lower health. Yeah. And it it's not like a partial thing like, oh, well, you can go back into it and it will give you the rest. No. It's it's an all or nothing one time use. You eat it and it will fully heal you. Like if you're if you're about to die, it will full heal you, but you can waste it. On the harder difficulties, it does not fully heal you, but oh, it, it does heal a good amount, mm-hmm. I think, if yep. I recall correctly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, so there's that. Yeah, the I did like how when you get damaged, you start it tears off like the top half of his gi and yeah. stuff like that. That was a really nice touch. It was that touch, was like yeah. maybe my favorite like nod to the show that is in the entire game. Um, it's very helpful because it, there's not a really good damage indicator either. Like when you're getting hurt, it's hard to tell sometimes that you're getting hurt. Right. Like the screen doesn't flash red. Uh, there's not really an audio cue. Like there's not really Jack grunting. Uh, sometimes though, you'll know because you'll be stunned forever and you have to wait for him to become controllable again. Yeah. It's it exactly once you start getting juggled yeah. <laughs> by these enemies, like you said earlier, which on the highest difficulties is fucking maddening. Oh, it's so frustrating. <laughs> but yeah, that'll just tear through your health and there's absolutely nothing you can do but wait and watch Jack get stripped nude. Yeah, uh, it does have this this feature that I could never really figure out where sometimes if you took lethal damage, you would gain health back. And he would yes. get like mad. I'm not sure what the requirement for that was. Um, I'm not sure if th- him getting mad even did anything. He would just yell yeah. and get like a little bit of health back. Yeah, that was like a one time thing. Like you you reach the end of your life. It gives you a little bit back. And then if you die again, you're dead. Then you're dead. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what the requirement for it is. It kind of felt it reminded me of um, in Kingdom Hearts 2. Mickey sometimes will come in if you die. And you play as Mickey and heal Sora. I never figured out what triggers that either. <laughs> just happens. It just happened sometimes. Yeah. Um, on the higher difficulties, you don't get to do that. too. Oh, it doesn't. So that, it just turns no, that off. You just die. <laughs> Sick. Although there are anim- or items that you can buy at the shop that is like a resurrecting thing. Yeah. So if you die, it'll bring you back. But those get wasted very quickly and you have to buy like two or three of them per level, but you can only have one in your inventory at a time. Yep. So you have to know every location that does samurai is at and pray that you have enough gold to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, so that sucked. Anyway, level three. <laughs> level three, Cave of the Ancient, which yes, is the mountain from Jack and the lava monster. Yeah. Where like in the episode, there's a bunch of like cool timing puzzles and a bunch of fun stuff he's got to do, like a slide. It was remarkable how much less fun it was to play this as an actual <laughs> video game. I I found this level uh completely uh like I'm gonna say unremarkable again. Yeah, there's the, this level felt like the most boring level in the game. Mm, not for me. That's the next one coming up, which we'll talk about. <laughs> Um, but this one did suck. And yeah, it was funny for us to be like, this would be, this is such a video gamey thing. Just like you said earlier, like, oh yeah, well, maybe that works better on the show. Once you actually have control <laughs> of the character, it's, it's just feels bad. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, it was, it was lacking like the puzzles, like the timing, like I, was there even like a section where there were crushers and you had to get through them? You do have to jump through the doors that look like mouths. Okay. Um, but there are fire spouts on the wall that oh, seem to randomly right. trigger. Yeah, and their hurt boxes persist longer than the fire, it yeah. seems like. <laughs> and then you get stunned for 10 seconds and have to <laughs> yeah. wait for Jack to stand back up very slowly. Yep, and by that time, the fire is probably starting again. <sighs> <laughs> you wake up in this level and the lava monster is beckoning you to come to him like he did from the actual episode. Uh, you run through the grassy hills in that Viking ship graveyard up to his mountain. Um, 
inside the mountain. Yes, you play through those very video gamey events of the episode in a much less satisfying way than just seeing it with your eyeballs. <laughs> um, it even has like that row of spinning spikes that Jack had to drop down through. Yeah, in the episode, that, yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool, but felt bad because if you landed on them, they would break. And then if you fell from that full height down to the floor below, you would instantly die. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you have to be extremely careful with that on the higher difficulties where you don't have that revive thing that we just talked about. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me in a later level. There's an area you have to fall and I hit the ground and I was like, why would they make me fall? <laughs> like if, if it was yeah. going to hurt me. I know exactly the one that you're talking about. Brenda, too. Are you talking about the alien ship? With the doors? I am, yeah. Okay. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's nothing else to say about this level other than you defeat the lava monster. You do. Yep. <laughs> you can steal his club though. Did you know you could steal weapons? I did not. No. If you are playing with the fists, if you're using Jack's fists um, and you use a throw mechanic, which there is a throw yep button which you almost never have to use i did start using it game. uh when i played on hard in the first level i did start throwing okay. people <laughs> okay um if you do that while you are you have the fists equipped there are certain weapons that you can steal including machine guns like you said that you yeah, never found i literally just thought that i was like that must be why i never got a machine gun because i had to I steal can, it i think you can buy machine guns from the store in like later mm -hmm. levels but that is the main way that i got machine guns while i was playing okay um, um, I, yeah, I never bought any weapons okay. <laughs> and I used the gun a total of one time and said, this isn't worth it. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was kind of fun. Like a bunch of enemies popped up and I was just like, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> just blasting them with a gun. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was kind of fun for a second. And then the gun broke and I was like, oh, well, that's over. Okay. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to fix it. So yeah. That's the end of it. Um, but yes, you can steal the lava monsters giant club, which I think is fun and is actually a requirement for the platinum trophy ah. so, and you could sell it in the shop for a good amount so when i wasn't using that as one of my main weapons i would steal it and then sell it like immediately in the next level so that's that was a good helpful. idea yeah <laughs> brendan level four what i would consider to be the least exciting level in the in of the entire game the undead cemetery from oh, jack yeah. and the zombies mm-hmm um, I thought this level was a little bit more fun. It kind of reminded me of Maximo. So mm. I was having a good time with that. <laughs> I, it was just, it's all it is, is one long series of battle arenas mm -hmm. against zombies. Although I guess the entire oh game is just a long series of battle arenas. So mm -hmm. what's the difference? The, the difference is the zombies are fucking miserable to fight. Yes. Because they keep going underground. <laughs> um, yep. And then there's one that I thought the game was broken because uh, it grabs you by the leg and you just can't move or something like you get stuck on it. I don't know if it's actually grabbing you or if, if I was just getting stuck on it or something. It does make you stuck. Um, yeah, I know. I, I think you can like roll your way out of there, but not very easily. It did it to me one time where I used the sword special, which is he dashes around to all the enemies and cuts them up one at a time. Uh, and it grabbed me in the middle of that. So I just stood there swinging my sword uselessly until it was over. <laughs> <laughs> and then he popped out of the ground and punched me and knocked me on my ass. I was like, wow, um, really, really appreciate that. Was it fun for you to <laughs> no, do that? No, I was angry. <laughs> I, got, I found myself getting very frustrated with this game very often. 
and shouting at it that, that I hate this fucking game. <laughs> uh, yes, the undead cemetery is the <laughs> level we're talking about. I will say about this level is that there's lots of side scrolling, which is I'm not sure if we've mentioned that. No, at we this haven't. Point. No. Um, it's mostly you can move around in these 3D spaces, but there are occasionally parts where you're running through the level where it will change to a side-scrolling perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that that adds or takes anything away from the game. It just kind of happens. It just kind of happens. Uh, most of those sections have skill fire uh, up in the air, and you have to like double jump to get to it. <laughs> um, a few of those sections do have like fights in them. Some of them don't. Uh, but are they even worth <laughs> discussing more than we just no, have? I don't think I don't so. Think so. <laughs> like, and like the vistas that you're looking at aren't always or generally aren't even very interesting either. Like, it's I think it would like be fine if you're rocks. Yeah, it would be fine if you were running through something interesting to look at. But most of the and time, maybe, you're not. Maybe this level gets the closest to accomplishing that. Yeah, yeah. There are some like twisty paths through like fields with cool lanterns and fog and shit, but whatever (laughs) um so the final boss in this level is the demon lady who shouts i will eat your soul which i think is fun that they made her the final boss (laughs) yeah and that that was fitting it's definitely better than the beetle drones yes definitely Uh, um have we have we had a Dumongo encounter yet i am sure that we have had a Dumongo encounter and that is something that we should talk about every now and then you will be accosted by Demongo, who will keep summoning enemies until you lower his health to a certain point. Yep. Which I didn't realize at first. I would just be killing all of the enemies that he was summoning and saying, why won't this end? Yeah. Well, when you kill the enemies, they drop an orb and you have to attack the orb, which will damage Demongo. Or you just keep jumping in the air and slashing at Demongo directly. <laughs> I feel like they're not very well explained. No, no, it's not. Fights. Uh, Nope. And Demongo, the entire fight will be yelling at you in his typical, really annoying voice. Um, Which is, you know, good or bad. That's kind of what (laughs) Demongo is. It's what he does, yeah. Um, These Demongo fights are really fucking frustrating on the highest difficulties in this game. I can imagine. always seem to pop up right before the final boss of a level just absolutely draining your items because you have to use like all of your healing items, all the things that make your attacks and defense stronger. Mm -hmm. You have to waste all of those on Demongo right before a final boss fight and then fight the boss without those things. So I would have, I would have to like portion out like, well, I can only use this many of them in the Demongo fight and hope (laughs) that I can finish that in order to proceed on to the final boss where I can use the rest of these items. It was like they always pop up at the absolute worst times. Mm -hmm. But that's just Demongo. I I thought they were really annoying. At first I was like, hey, this is kind of fun. I like this idea. Uh, And then it happens in like every level. Sometimes Sometimes I think multiple times. Yeah. And I was like, all right, when do I get, when do I actually get to beat Demongo so that these can stop? Because uh, he always runs away with like a little bit of health left. He just he fucks off. You do get your chance to beat him you at do. the uh, end of the game. <laughs> at the very end of the game. Is it satisfying? Mm. <laughs> no, not really. We'll talk about it. Uh, that's level four. Level five mm-hmm. is called Aku City. Which maybe we should have been referring to these cities all along as Aku City, because that's that seems like what it would be named. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, but yes, it's one of these generic future cities, um, which Jack falls through the sky, falling past flying cars like he did in episode two of the show, which I thought was a kind of a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is not just a generic level because the theme of this level is the Imakandi hunters are here and Jack has to try to avoid them throughout the entire level. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't avoid them. You just fight them. Most you of just the- you just do what you've been doing. <laughs> you, for the entire you just game. fight them. Um, do the ninjas show up here too? They the do sh- show up. The in a shinobis. Bit, yes. Yeah. It would have been really fun to have like a chase level yeah yeah <laughs> like even maybe have like a endless runner mini game where like you're running away from mm-hmm. the imikondi hunters and dodging things or something doing anything else than what the game has been and will continue to be for the rest of the game but alas <laughs> it is just the same stupid shit there's never anything to break it up. It's always like oh, it's the it's, same. you're just walking down a hallway dreading the next fight. <sighs> so you do have to find mm-hmm. you do have to fight against the Mikandi hunters a few times throughout the level. They're kind of tough, but like not super tough. They will do this really annoying thing where they'll they'll wrap you up with a rope mm-hmm. and make you fall over. And then that takes a long time <laughs> to for a check to stand. <laughs> Back up um, on the highest difficulties, that's almost like a guaranteed insta-death for you because then they'll just hammer you while you're wrapped up. In well, you can't do anything. Yeah. Absolutely nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so it, that sucks. Can you block it? Because I realized in my second, when I started my second playthrough, I keep, I'm going to refer to it as my second playthrough, but I did not make it any further than level two. Uh, I realized that you can like block the bullets that the beetle drones shoot at you and stuff. I don't think that you can block this one. I'm not even really sure if there's anything to be done about it. So that sucks. Um, The level starts out in the sewers beneath the city, but then eventually you enter like the actual city above. This, I feel, again, I think I mentioned earlier, was like my favorite environment in Mm -hmm. the entire game. Rendered out in like an actual big 3D space. It felt very true to what those cities looked like in the show. I was actually... Pretty impressed that they pulled this one off the way that they did. Mm-hmm. So thumbs. There's one thumb up yeah. on my end. We'll see if I can get the other one up by the end of the episode. <laughs> um, Yes, just like you said, the Shinobi shows up for the first time, um, which is also slightly more tough than the regular enemies, but then becomes one of like the fodder enemies that you will see throughout the rest of the game, which I feel like kind of takes away from the character from the show that there's actually dozens of these things. Yes. Yeah. I think that was also a problem with the, the lion bounty hunters. Cause I think we only saw one of those in the show. We did. There was only one. And then there's like a billion of them in the game. There's like different colored ones. For some reason, I think, do they have even different guns? I'm not even sure if that's how that works. I think they technically, yes, do have different guns. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Um, It was, yeah, it was weird where like these one-off characters, now there are just tons of them that you will see everywhere. Yeah. Um, But it's Aku's twisted dimension between times. You know, anything can happen here, man. Things get crazy. (laughs) But it's not done like in a fun way like Dark Souls would do it, though, where like you fight a big demon and then later on in the game, that's a regular enemy that you see running around. It's like you fight one of them. It's got a special introduction. And then in this level, they become regular enemies. 
they're they suck. Yeah, they're <laughs> not imposing figures and no. won't be at any point. Um, so yeah, that felt like wasted potential with the shinobi. Um, eventually, you reach a bar where who should be arguing at the table? But of course, our old friends <laughs> Seek and Josephine Clench. Hell yeah, I was stoked. <laughs> I knew that they would be in this game because you had already mentioned that to me, but I was not thrilled to see them anyway. <laughs> I think this was the most excited I was in the entire game is when they showed up. I, I might have gotten the biggest reaction out of me. <laughs> That's possible. Um, they are trying to catch Jack. It's fun because they have a wanted poster and it's that same one that was from the show where it says sometimes in hat and mm -hmm. it shows Jack in a hat and not in a hat. But what's fun about this is that someone's taped an extra little strip of paper onto the bottom of the poster that says, or sometimes with a beard and it shows the bearded Jack from season five. Yep. That's a good bit. I did like that. Yeah. That's a good call out. <laughs> um, another fun thing in this level i don't know if you heard this but at certain points if there's like no fights going on you can hear in the background in the environment there's like big billboard video screens that are playing mako's uh narration from the opening credits of samurai oh, jack i didn't catch that no yeah there, it's like a couple areas where if it's very quiet and like you're not in a fight you can hear that just playing like on a loop in the city somewhere <laughs> which is kind of cool that's fun yeah yeah i like that um you do the rooftop fight scene from Jack versus the five hunters. Mm -hmm. Just fine. I think that fight is actually all in like a two dimensional yeah. side scrolling thing. So yep. maybe that's like the most significant moment of that in the entire game. But again, <laughs> it doesn't add or take away like anything. No. And it's, it's up, up really high. Uh, so all you have in the background really is clouds at this point and like some cars going by. So it's not even that interesting. Like you're not, you don't have the backdrop of the city like against it, really. No, it's it just kind of <laughs> happens. Yeah. Um. You do the fight. You win the fight. I guess the Imakondi let Jack go free just as they did. And you'd think that the level was over. But then the clenches swoop in and kidnap Samurai Jack. <laughs> yeah, they do. The one useful thing that they've ever done. <laughs> And it didn't even really happen if we're in some sort of weird bizarro dimension. So mm -hmm. no one will ever know. Um, Jack wakes up on the top of the train from Couple on a Train. Mm -hmm. For some reason. And this is all. This is. I, yeah. <laughs> how did they even get there? It doesn't matter. This entire sequence is also a side scrolling. Yes. Section. Yep. Um, you work your way up the train and eventually defeat the clenches. Uh, Zeke has lots of electricity powers, which is weird because I don't remember mm -hmm. that ever being like a huge focus of his character. Nope, I don't think that it was. <laughs> they could have played a lot with him with like his playing card gauntlets thing, but they don't. He just has like electric bolts he can shoot at you. Yep, he does that. You have to fight them both at like four times each and then yes. once together. Yes. Uh, it's annoying. <laughs> It's not fun. And yeah, another one of those resource drains where like you better hope that you still have healing items by the time you get to the final fight against both of them at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're tough. Like um, Zeke especially has a lot of moves that make him invulnerable and he like rushes through you. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I, I was playing on easy by this point. I did put it all the way down just because I wanted to be 
done with it. And even then I was the right still thing. like having trouble with it. Yeah, I had to beat this on every fucking difficulty. So pray, <laughs> pray for me, everyone. I did this all for you, everyone. Brent, I did it for you, Brendan, and I did it for everyone listening to this episode, which if you are still listening to it at this point, God bless you. <laughs> um, you can steal Josephine's parasol from her just like you could with the That's fun. Monster. I wish I wish they had uh, mentioned that. Never I don't did, think they tell you once. that you can do that because I would have done yeah. that, I think, if I knew that you could. Yes. Because I think that's a fun little thing to like <laughs> grab people's weapons off them. Uh, it would have been nice if they had mentioned that. But no, I only knew that because I was reading a platinum trophy guide. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> level six, we're more than halfway done. Or yeah, here we go. Ruined City is the name of this one. And it's that city from the very first episode of season five. So now mm-hmm. we're moving into more modern day Samurai Jack. Yep. And uh, now Jack is dressed in his Samurai 5 armor, which I did like. He is back in that heavy armor with his full bearded version of himself, which Mm -hmm. is good. Um, Scaramouche shows up just as he did in that episode. Um, Unlike the other characters that Jack talks to in this weird bizarro dimension, it seems like Scaramouche is kind of like privy to what's going on here. Yeah. Which frustrates Jack and he wants to like know more but it is interesting that yeah scaramouche seems to be the only one who's like in on it Mm -hmm. do they do anything with that nope no uh scaramouche (laughs) when you encounter him the first time or in this level i don't know if you encounter him more than once i've kind of forgotten but he says something that that uh shook me to my core uh when he says we're just getting started with act two babe and i was like no come on (laughs) this is supposed to be the end (laughs) How much more do we have? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess this is technically like the start of the second half of the game. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, God, how many acts are there? <laughs> I act t- act two of what? Yeah. It's a 16 act play. Don't worry, Brendan. It was act two of two. Yeah. Um, You chased Scaramouche kind of through the burning city from that season five episode one Mm -hmm. uh this level feels like it goes on fucking forever yep yep this is probably the longest drawn out level in the entire thing and i just wanted it to end and there's a fort that you can run around in with all kinds of collectibles off on hidden paths and it's a pain in the ass to to go around the fort yep it's a very big area that you have to go around the entire thing to progress to the next area. Oh, that's right, because it has the Aku statues that you have to break. Yes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's not like they, again, not like they do anything interesting with it. It's like every time you go to a different corner of the area, you just do another beetle drone fight mm-hmm. or like a <laughs> shinobi fight. <laughs> another shrug from the two co hosts of this <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, from here on out, you'll pretty much face, like, every type of enemy in the rest of the levels. The other ones, maybe we haven't mentioned yet. Well, let's see. We get the dr- Beetle Drones, the Robo Gators, the Celtic Demons, the Cat Bounty Hunter Dude, the Zombies. Um, there's also weird, like, undead Vikings that seem like they're supposed to be from Jack and the Lava Monster, but that was never actually a thing that happened in that episode. Yeah, um, they looked familiar, though. Were they in the show? I don't know. They seemed like they belonged in Jack in the Zombies. Mm-hmm. 
but also the zombies from that episode are also characters in this game. So it seemed weird to separate them. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure about those things. I am also not really sure about those things. Yes, also the Shinobi, and then eventually we will get there in just a couple levels. The uh, Lazarus 92 slugs become one of those yep. fodder enemies. Uh, more on that in a minute. Um, the mini boss in this level is that stone golem that Scaramouche brings to life, mm-hmm. which is fine. Again, it's <laughs> yeah. not really that interesting. Nope. Um, Scaramouche is, of course, the final boss of the level. Um, this level was the hardest for me on the highest difficulty because this Scaramouche fight is almost impossible on the highest difficulty. Um, because there are multiple Demongo fights in this level. Yep. And also that Stone Golem mini boss, which you have to fight. And then even before, even after you defeat Demongo, and before you get to Scaramouche the final boss, you have to fight another Stone Golem. Oh, God. I don't remember fighting two of them. You do have to fight two on the highest difficulty. So you just burn through everything that you have. Oh, Jesus. So I had to grind in earlier levels over and over again to have, make sure I had enough money so that by the time I got to the samurai right before the Scaramouche fight, I could just like hope that I could buy enough healing items to make it through that fight. They so fucking frustrating. They mention in some of like the hint text, like in the loading screens and stuff that enemies have weaknesses. I only found one in the entire game. I never did. Um, Yeah, there was one that I found. uh, So it's not obvious, but maybe there's an easier way to like have dealt with those. Gotta be something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I never never found it. I saw that too. It's like certain weapons will affect enemies in different ways. I'm like, but I don't, I could look it up. I probably should, you know, I probably just should have looked it up. Should have looked it up. Yeah. I I found one because it was an obvious one uh, against uh, Lazarus. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, that one, yeah, is maybe the only obvious one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, in any case, this level sucked. That fight was really hard against Scaramouche. You cut off his head just like you did, just like Jack did in the mm-hmm. episode, which is good. Um, Scaramouche talks to Jack and says all the Aku pendants are gone. So now Jack doesn't really have a way to return to that between times kind of void space, Mm -hmm. um, which you think would be important to the story of the game. But then like off screen, Aku laughs and then still sends Jack off to the next level. So it doesn't really mean (laughs) anything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. (laughs) It doesn't make any difference except now like (laughs) Jack can't talk to Ashi, but then still is able to in later levels. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Oh, man, three, three. How many more do we have to go for? Level seven, Snowy Forest is the name of this one, and it's from the second episode of season five. Jack immediately recognizes this as the area where he was chased by the daughters of Aku Mm -hmm. in what is a great episode of Samurai Jack. Mm -hmm. Is it as good as a video game? No, <laughs> let's find out. <laughs> uh, the answer is always going to be no. Um, the daughters of Aku do show up and confront Jack, which is only interesting because it includes Ashi in like her original brainwashed form. So this is kind of where we are now confirming that like 
there are multiple dimensions mm-hmm. at at play where Ashi is like still in that time tunnel where she was trying to help Jack get back into and the other levels in this game. But also there is this brainwashed vergi- ver- version of Ashi from like her time before Jack helped her out. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack spends a long time not understanding that it's not the same Ashi. He kind of forgets that any of this stuff is happening. Yeah. Like uh, he tries to make a very emotional appeal to her, um, but she doesn't buy into it. She doesn't know who he is other than the way that she knew him at the beginning of the season, which was that he's evil. But he's talking to her like they are still in love, which I think is a weird thing. He just he really cannot understand what's happening. Um, seven no. levels into the game, he still hasn't figured it out. And there's not really much to figure out either. It's just like, Jack, we're going through your greatest hits. It has all been explained to him at this point. I want to say multiple Several times. times over. Yeah. Several times over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he can't. He's a simple man. You know, he can't wrap his mind around any of it. Um. Yeah, you fight the daughters of Aku a few different times. They're pretty tough enemies, I suppose. But again, not any different than any other enemy. Nope. Um, you make your way inside that ancient temple that was in this episode, and you make your way all the way through the temple to the tomb with that ancient king sitting on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ashi's voice rings out in this scene. And again, like actual Ashi is contacting Jack, and she tells Jack, Jack, you know, Go easy on them. Please don't kill my sisters this time is basically what she says. (laughs) Yep. To which one of the daughters of Aku shows up in the scene and they fight and Jack still kills her. Yep. And he acts all sad about it. Like like he even tried. He didn't. He didn't try at all. Ashi explicitly says, please try not to do that this time. And much in the same way that he killed the first daughter daughter of Aku in the show, he cuts her neck. And it didn't even seem like he needed to in this no. situation. <laughs> nope. But once he got that first taste, he couldn't help but go back for more. <laughs> he's, he's bloodthirsty now, yeah. <laughs> uh, you escape from the temple and end up in that snowy forest from the next episode of mm-hmm. Samurai Jack, um, where the daughters of Aku encircle Jack and... Uh, Jack kills all of them after delivering like the same speech of like, you don't have to do this, like the choices you make and the actions that follow. And then he still proceeds to yes, kill every one of the daughters of Aku. Yep. Um, Ashi is in the scene. You don't fight her directly. She's still brainwashed, uh, but Jack is still trying to like sway her and get her to remember who he is. She won't do it. But then Jack says to her, do you remember the ladybug? <laughs> not a conversation that they ever actually had on the show. No, no. Unless they did in their downtime where Ashi was like, hey, that time that you had the ladybug, like that's how I knew you were a good guy. <laughs> yeah, no, it never came up. That's not a thing that they would have known. As yeah, far that's... as he knows, she never, or she, I don't even think he knows that she saw him with the ladybug. He was facing away. No, his back was turned. In that moment, he doesn't know that she had the moment as a child with the Mm -hmm. ladybug, but that is what affects Ashi so much in this moment in the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just I thought it was 
a really bad line. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Out of place. Uh, just like every other line in this game. Um, <laughs> Aku shows up and interrupts that conversation. He says, boring. And he pushes Ashi onto Jack's sword and she dies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then Jack is racked with guilt for the rest of the game. He is absolutely horrified at what he's done. I mean, it would be horrifying, even if this is like a weird bizarro dimension, it would be yeah, very yeah, scary yeah. to murder your spouse <laughs> yeah. in like a real physical space. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, he doesn't remember that like none of this is the way that it really seems. And mm-hmm. yeah, he can't get over he cannot get over the guilt of this moment. Um, between levels, uh, Jack seems to, yes, forget where none of this is really happening. And he's going through all of this. And then a clean cut classic version of Samurai Jack shows up in the space and tries to like tell him exactly what you and me are saying right now. Yeah. Does that work? I don't know. Jack is still not quite with it. Um, but then these two versions of Jack merge together into classic Samurai Jack. So regular Jack is back. Mm-hmm. There is a line that I liked in this scene where this other version of Jack says that power, he's talking about Aku and he says that power over others is weakness disguised as strength, which I thought was good. And then I Googled it and it turns out that's been used in a million other things before. <laughs> so they did not write it. <laughs> If anything, it seems like it's overused based on how many hits I got for that search. Uh, level eight, Brendan. I'm just trying to plow through them yeah, now at this point. Just get it over with. The prison ship from the eighth episode of season five of Samurai Jack, which some would refer to as Jack Oshi in the dangerous desert. <laughs> Not the host of this show, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you do? You run through the desert up to that crashed alien prison ship. Yes, the blue slugs are finally here and you fight them much like you do with the rest of the enemies. This is maybe this is maybe my favorite level in the game. Uh, Yeah, I think it's one of the better ones in terms of like the design and like what you're actually doing in it. It's kind of fun because they play with the space a little bit more like the verticality of the level. You kind of climb up and down multiple parts of the ship, which mm-hmm. I think is more interesting than what they've done to this point so far. It's got a fun uh, fixed camera bit that's doing like, a, is it Monty Hall, the 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 hallway scene where you're running indoors and coming out of random other doors? Yes. Uh, you're doing that kind of bit in this fixed angle scene where you're running down a pathway and then you come out a different door somewhere else and run down that pathway. I thought that was kind of fun. It was good. I'm glad that they did that. Yeah. Yeah, may, still not like a super impressive level, but like did just enough where I was like, OK, like I this is fine. There's also lots of different secret areas that you can mm-hmm. find. Yeah, in I this level. only started realizing that towards the end of it where you can smash the glass on some of the like circles yeah. in the wall. Yep. Um, so that was better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I didn't mind fighting the slugs. Most of them, there's three different sizes of slug. Uh, the small ones all die in one hit, at least on the difficulty I was playing on. Yeah, uh, so that wasn't too bad. No, <laughs> the best we can say is that it wasn't too bad. Yeah, uh, you fight Lazarus, you get the thing that they use in the level, uh, but you can only hold five of them at a time, and it takes more than five of them to kill him. Uh, and you fight him twice, and you don't find any between the first and second fight. So I had wasted them all in the first fight. 
So what's nice about this is that through the level, you can find smaller versions of that Lazarus weapon, mm-hmm. which is now called X-28, I yep. guess. Uh, but then you enter the armory of the ship and get the big boy, which is called X-49. Oh, I don't think I picked that up. Well, you would have had to because it was a story cutscene that oh. you can't skip. Um but you only get one of those as opposed to a bunch of the smaller ones, but you can only carry, what, five at a time, just like yeah. you said. Um, those weapons do help considerably, um, especially on the highest difficulties where you can hoard at least five of those X-28 things, and they do stun Lazarus for a while and mm-hmm. do pretty high damage. Um, so, like, this was probably the easiest boss on the highest difficulties, which was good. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize they stunned him because I just threw them all at once. <laughs> yeah, it's also weird where it's not like you throw them and when they make contact with the Lazarus is when they do damage. I learned this because I wasted a bunch of them. It's when you throw them, the arc of where it's going to hit the ground has to be where Lazarus is standing over. So if you mm. throw it and imagine the arc of where it would land if there wasn't a gigantic blue alien creature in the way... It has to land in a spot where Lazarus is standing. It's not when it actually makes contact. Oh, it's, it passes through him and you miss him. Oh, that sucks. It blows. That's um, awful. I wasted so many of those things until I learned that. Yeah, it's very bad. Um, So that's that level. Yeah, <laughs> you, uh, this level was what we were talking about, too. There's a an area where you have to go down a, a ladder through a door, but the ladder's hard to see. And I just assumed I was going down one floor. So I just jumped into the hole, uh, fell all the way to the bottom I didn't die, but I probably would have if it didn't have that mechanic that gives you the second wind. It's a series of like 15 doors that all open up automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just fall through all of them. Yeah. To your death, unless you knew that that was coming. So you angle it in such a way where you fall, where you barely catch a corner of each mm-hmm. door as it opens up. It feels so bad. Well, there's a there's a walkway because the ship is sideways. There's a walkway that you're supposed to use as a ladder. I think I think it's yeah, I don't, I don't even know because <laughs> you climb up one of them. But I was like, I'm not going to climb down the stupid ladder because climbing is so slow in the game. I would jump uh, up anything I had to climb most of the time. That's the only way. Yeah. Just repeatedly hammer the jump button. Yeah. Luckily, there's no like stamina. No, that, that you would, have to worry about that. that would, would be just, brutal. If that had been a thing, I might not have finished the game. <laughs> But luckily, they didn't do that to us. Um, After you defeat the Lazarus, a vision of Ashi appears and asks Jack why he killed her. Uh, But it's like Aku shows up in the space and is clearly controlling this version of Ashi. Yeah, he's got like marionette things in his hands, I think. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, Ashi turns into the demonic version of herself from the last two episodes of Samurai Jack and throws you through a portal into the Time Portal Guardian's junkyard, mm-hmm. where you relive their fight, where Jack uh, surrenders again instead of killing Ashi. Um, this would have been a very cool boss fight because the demon Ashi itself is cool and moves in interesting ways. Mm-hmm. But, again, <laughs> but they, didn't, they didn't do anything. <laughs> nope. It could have been awesome. Yeah, we talked about it at the time on the episode. It would have been, it could have been like a, a Dark Souls style boss where you got to read her moves and everything. But 
Not, it's nope. not, it's nothing. Didn't happen. <laughs> um, the real Ashi shows up and opens a portal and then blasts a laser beam that destroys the demon Ashi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sends Jack through another portal towards what is the final level of the game. There's not 10 levels. There's actually nine levels. My mistake. Mm-hmm. Sends Jack towards the final level of the game, which is Aku's tower, which is pretty self-explanatory, but we can call this Aku's tower from the finale of Samurai Jack. Yeah. Yep. That seems most appropriate. Yep. And this is uh, Battle Arena City. It is nothing but Battle Arenas. Uh, it's set up interestingly where Jack arrives and then just like you said some allies do show up which are just the characters that we've seen pop up throughout the earlier portions of the game (laughs) yeah yeah they deliver some of their classic lines from the show it is fun that uh Flora the Scotsman's daughter shows up and she does a battle cry that is the same battle cry that her mother did Mm -hmm. that's kind of fun I did like that yeah uh it's weird that it's just her though (laughs) It is weird when we've seen like at least two other. (laughs) We know know they've modeled them. We know they have voices, but they didn't bother. No, they they just have to stand there. They don't even have to do anything. When that is kind of the funny bit about them is that there's an entire army of them and then Mm. they don't do that. So, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Also, it would be cool again. Another thing that would be cool if there were any actual gameplay implications of all of Jack's allies showing up for this final fight. Mm-hmm. But all it is is weird, stilted cutscenes, and then you're just back to the game. Yeah, I think it would have been fun to have them like in the fights with you. Would have been fun, huh? What if, you know, there's so many things about this game that could have been fun. <laughs> uh, and this is not one of them, this entire level. This is just... And the entire level is Jack scaling the side of Aku's tower and entering a handful of, yes, battle arenas. But it's battle arena city, just like you said. <laughs> waves and waves of enemies. It seems like it's never going to end. <laughs> At one point, I think I out loud said, how many more of these do I have to do? And it's more than you might think, <laughs> because even when you clear the room, more of them appear in the room. So mm-hmm. it's maybe like four or five different rooms. But within those rooms, waves of like six yep. or seven, it's like six or seven waves of enemies that you have to. Fight. Yeah, it goes on forever. It just lasts way too fucking long. Yep. And then you have your final Demongo encounter. You do, which is. Exactly the same as the rest of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you do finally get to defeat him, which I guess if there's another, I'll, you know what? Here comes my other thumbs up on <laughs> Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. You do get the satisfaction of being able to kill Demongo. It's true. It doesn't feel any different than killing any other enemy in no. the game, but I'm glad that you at least get to fucking kill that It doesn't guy. even really feel any different from the other times you fought him. Like, you, he dies no. this time, but, like, it's just, like, a tiny bit more of his health bar. It doesn't have, like, any glory kill kind of thing like a God of War might have. So there's no, like, scene of you beating him. You just beat him. And then he just sits on the ground and goes, ah, and then disappears. <laughs> like every other character. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Um, but at least he's dead finally once and for all in every dimension that Demongo exists. Although actually, no, this is not true. He's alive. That yeah. He's alive and recruiting his <laughs> champions again. Yeah. 
Um, so Jack has to find a way to get back to that dimension and finally put the nail, the final nail in the coffin <laughs> on this fucking freak. Get rid of that fucking guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you go through all these fucking things, climb all the way to the top of the tower. And yes, the final boss of this game is Aku himself. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about the Aku fight, Brendan? Uh, I found it underwhelming <laughs> and kind of disappointing. Uh, how often he like disappears from you or goes invincible. Um, I found some of his attacks impossible to dodge properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's one where he opens up a pit underneath you and I think like fire shoots out of it. I don't think I ever dodged that effectively because uh, it's a huge pit and like you're supposed to get out of the pit. And I think you could do it if you like dodge roll like really quickly as soon as it appears. But I think it hit me every time with the amount of times that I had to do this Aku fight. Uh, I eventually figured that out and got pretty good at it, but I know exactly what you mean. At yeah. first, it's like, I don't, I, it felt very hopeless. Like, I will never do mm-hmm. this the right way. Yeah. Uh, also, it was at this point that I figured out you could use healing items from the menu. Up until now, I thought you had to equip them like a weapon and then oh, select I them. I didn't know you didn't know this. Yeah, I didn't for a long time. I, thought I knew you, that from the start. I thought you had to put like the haggis on one of the D-pad buttons and then use it in the fight. Oh, uh, Brendan, my sweet boy. I don't know how that happened, though, because I looked at them and I was like, I want to use this. And it has the button to use it. It shows you like press square it's and just, you can it use is, it. It is right there on <laughs> yeah. the screen. Uh, but I just kept pressing X. And when I would press X, it would try to equip it. So I was like, I guess I must have to equip it. Because I was trying to do it like Dark Souls, where I hit X to use it, and then it would give me like a list of options. That is a problem, though, that pressing the X button is not the default for use the fucking thing. Uh, So uh, up until this point of the game, I did not know that you could use them in the menu. Perhaps this is a Japanese thing, because this is a Japanese-developed game. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, like in the majority of... Japanese developed video games, X is cancel and circle yeah. is use or consume or whatever. So maybe that's what that could be happened. The, yeah, there. that could be it. Uh, I just, I don't know how I missed it. It shows me the button. Like That's on you. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this one, this one <laughs> this is one on I, me. It's on um, but, but you can equip them to your bar, which I also think is weird. Like it if I can weird. just pause the game and use it from the menu, why do I need it equipped? Because uh, there's also no good feedback when you use it on your hotbar, like if I have it on the D-pad and I use it, he doesn't make a motion to eat or anything. Uh, and mm. it takes a second for it to actually heal. So I'm sitting there mashing it like, heal, please, heal. Uh, and then I use them all. This is a problem. Another problem that I forgot to bring up is that hotbar switching between weapons with your D-pad. Um, when you do reach those higher difficulties and want to switch to a different weapon that has like a good special move. Um, it won't actually switch the weapon that you're holding until you've attacked at least once with the weapon. So say you're using the sword mm-hmm. and you want to switch to the club, you have to switch to the club and then do at least one attack before you can trigger the special move. So many times over, I would be holding the sword or whatever, want to switch to something else to use the special move, but trigger the special move before I had done an attack. So I would end up triggering the sword special move yep. instead of the one I wanted to do. 
Um, and that was fucking infuriating because it takes so long to build back up your special meter. Yeah, and the sword special move, I did use, I think, the hammer one once. Uh, the sword special move takes so long to, like, and finish. not nearly as good as some of the other ones because no. it, it focuses on, on one enemy as opposed to things that are, like, big area of effect mm-hmm. kind of attacks. Um, but I ended up triggering the sword special moves way more times than I made for this very specific reason. That's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, that was infuriating. Um, yes, Aku, his main attacks are that weird tar pit, fire pit things that he does. He'll swipe at you a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, he grows progressively larger as the fight goes on, which is yep. kind of fun, but also like kind of difficult to like. The camera doesn't follow his growth very well, so you end up looking at this weird black column, but the camera like spins around it wildly. I, it's yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, and this is where you can really see the weird wrinkles in his character model. Uh, it's like, so huge on the screen. Around his tendrils, there's like creases for some reason. It looks to me like somebody sculpted him, like three, like a 3D sculpt, uh, and didn't clean it up. Mm-hmm. Like those are just remnants of like the the actual like creation of the model. I think that's possible. It's weird. I don't understand it. <laughs> um, my biggest complaint with the Aku fight is that you can kill Aku with any weapon. It does not have to be Jack's sword. Yeah, I didn't even try, but I believe that. Yep. I killed him with like a kunai or something the first time I fought him. (laughs) And I went, this shouldn't be like, this should not be allowed to happen. No, it shouldn't. But it, but it happened. (laughs) But it did. (laughs) And that's the game. And that's the game. Aku is defeated. Jack tells him, you know, your pocket between time is collapsing. And uh, Aku complains Jack strikes him down and Aku vanishes, but he shouts out, this isn't over. Uh, And then Ashi appears and pulls you back into the time portal with her. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the end of the gameplay for Samurai Jack battle through time. Now, Brendan. Yeah. Would it be fair to say that the only reason you and me played this game? Well, I mean, we are also a Samurai Jack podcast that does thorough deep dives into all things Samurai Jack. (laughs) Yep. We are now almost at two hours talking about this video game that we both don't like. (laughs) Nope. That's a five hour long game. It's yeah. We're almost at the entirety of the game itself. Um, I think one of the major reasons that you and me played this game was that it's been promised that, yes, this is a canonical addition to the Samurai Jack story. And it has a different ending than the ending of the TV show. Would you say that's a main driving factor of why we both saw this through to the end? Um, Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't know until I was almost at the end that it had a different ending. That was canon. I didn't realize that. I think we had been alerted to that in a listener email at some point. And I had heard that at the time when this game was coming out, Mm -hmm. um, which was obviously more significant to me as someone who had seen that ending and kind of knew what it was about. Mm-hmm. Um, so knowing that there was some other ending, I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's see what this is all about. Let's do it. So here's the thing. Just like the beginning of the game, now after Ashi pulls you back into that time portal, it goes back to actual footage from the show that cuts back in. Yep. And it cuts to that exact moment that Jack is in Aku's house and slaps down the sword and in the past 
and Aku leaks out of it and sends Jack into the future before he's able to strike him down. And it is, again, exactly like what happens in the TV show. Jack and Ashi reappear from the future in this space in a hilarious moment that we all love. <laughs> yep. And this brief window of time is what the writer of this game explains is the whole purpose of why this even exists. Um, Jack and Ashi reappeared. There's a truncated version of Jack defeating Aku like he mm-hmm. did in the show. Um, we see them escape as Aku's house explodes. And that's pretty much it. Now, here's the thing. Yep. Throughout the game, we haven't mentioned this yet. Nope. There are these things that you can collect, which are called Corrupted Emperor's Common, I think Mm -hmm. is how that's pronounced. Doesn't matter. There are these little floating emblems that are throughout every level. And there are 50 of them throughout the entire game. Yep. Now, if you don't get every single one of these collectibles by the time you defeat Aku at the end of the game, you do not get to see this alternate ending that was promised for this game. (laughs) Yeah. And the thought of anyone collecting all of these fucking things without knowing that fact boggles my mind. Like the (laughs) thought of anyone going out of their own way to get all of these things before reaching the end without knowing that it's the only way to see this alternate ending. I can't even fathom it. Yeah. Uh, I was collecting them as often as I could, but I guarantee that I missed some and then I eventually just stopped exploring. So I did not get the real ending of the game. There are so many of them and some of them are really hard to find. Um, Like they'll be way far away and you have to shoot it with an arrow. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's one of those things where I, I absolutely would not have been able to do it if not for reading a guide. Yeah. So if you don't do that, what happens is Ashi collapses after Aku is defeated, just like she did in the show and says, I felt him leave me. And Jack says he'll never hurt anyone again. And then credits. Yep. That's the game, folks. <laughs> For the majority of people who play this game, that will be it. But, of course, with my repeated playthroughs and also through the magic that is YouTube, we can all be together on what the actual ending yep. of this game is. Although, Brendan, you could go back and get the rest of the collectibles. I and could, see the real uh, but I watched it on YouTube, and I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> uh, I don't think it is either. Here we go. The alternate new ending. After this happens, it progresses to the wedding scene from the finale of Samurai Jack. And Jack's old training masters arrive, and Jack and Ashi prepare for the wedding. And Ashi walks down the aisle towards Jack, who's standing at the end of the aisle with that big, dumb smile on his face that we love so much. Yep, he's so happy. He's really happy. It's the happiest we've ever felt for him, which is what made the original ending of Samurai Jack so tragic is that this is the happiest moment of this man's entire life. And we've been with him on this difficult journey. And then it rips everything away from him as Ashi disappears. Yep. I think both of us would agree a tremendous ending to the entire show. Yep. (laughs) As difficult as it is to like have Jack go through that, it's extremely well done. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very powerful. 
Go back and listen to that episode of our show if you want more detailed thoughts on that. But that is an (laughs) ending that we both liked a lot. So you get all these collectibles. You beat this game. You get to this wedding scene. Ashi is walking down the aisle. And before she can collapse like she does in the show, it cuts to Jack sitting beneath the tree from the very final scene of Samurai Jack. Sitting in like the dark fog, like the depressing fog that he was in. Mm -hmm. So it seems like everything has ended the same way, pretty much. But uh, the ladybug flies in and lands on his finger. And uh, he looks up and smiles at it just as he did on the show. And smiles at it as it flies off of his finger and flies away. And this is... Literally the only difference. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. The camera pans over and Ashi is sitting beside Samurai Jack wearing her own Samurai Jack style gi. They smile at each other and she puts her head on his shoulders as the camera pulls out, revealing the big, beautiful tree with the rolling hillside and that nice song starts playing again. Yep. Credits. And that's it. That's the secret ending that you've <laughs> hunted all those stupid things down for. You have to go through so much just to be able to see this. So I guess the explanation is that Aku created these alternate reality time pockets in the future and seemingly still exists in one of them. Mm-hmm. And so despite being defeated in the past by Jack right now, he still exists in some form in another alternate time pocket in the future, which is what allows Ashi to exist with Jack in the past. Brendan, you're making a really bad face. And I know that you're the one who is such a stickler for time travel things. This is like too much. I actually didn't put any thought into it. Uh, I just decided that I didn't like it. (laughs) Um, I put no thought into why it would work. Uh, yeah, no, that I guess that checks out. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to have to, I have Um, nothing better to theorize. Yeah. What a bad secret ending. It's like the secret ending in, uh, Jack and Daxter. Uh, I'm not even familiar with this. Oh, well you collect all the things. So there's a big gate. It's like, if you collect everything, we can open the gate. And so you collect everything, and they go, we're going to open the gate. And then you see all the characters looking at the gate. You don't see it. It's behind the camera. And a light shines on their face, and they all go, whoa. And then it ends. Hmm, I kind of like that, though. (laughs) That sucks, but also, I kind of like that. This, I hated. Um, They completely ruined what I think we both, again, we both loved the ending of this and people online love the ending of this game because Ashi's still around and they're happy that Jack still gets to have Ashi, Mm -hmm. but that is so much less interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't go out of my way to get it. We're both Um, exhausted. And it is, it is canon though. So I guess. It is a canonical thing. There was a tweet from the official at Samurai Jack game account that said Samurai Jack Battle Through Time is canon. So it is this it is you have to accept that this is the actual ending of Samurai Jack. And I hate that they did this. I hate. Yeah, they 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 took a great ending and and just undid it for no reason other than to put out a 
shitty game. Shitty video game that probably didn't even really sell that well. No. <laughs> um, it's fucking infuriating it's, that it's they did the this. It's the real tragedy of Samurai Jack. That is a tragedy. It's a tragedy for all of us who had something nice and then it got ripped away. <laughs> um, and this is it. In that same sci-fi interview I mentioned earlier, they called it, Genny Tartakovsky and the writer of this game, they both called it a coda to Samurai Jack. Like, this is it. Mm-hmm. They do not want to touch this ever again. Although, you know, for the right amount of money, anyone will come back and do whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is what we are left with. So, like, unless they want to retcon the retcon that they just did, like, yeah, it's, it totally undoes everything that I loved about that. And I'm so upset that they did it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to pretend that it didn't happen. I am also going to pretend that it did not happen. Uh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> they can say that this is canon and I will disagree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. I will never play this game again. So here we go, Brendan. Here are the two questions again. Let's go over them one more time. Is Samurai Jack Battle Through Time a good video game? No. Unequivocally, no. No. <laughs> Very it's much a bad not. game. Stay away from it. That we've both had so many frustrations with. Oh, yeah. From start to finish, in in every facet of the game, there was something that made us angry. Mm-hmm. Like there was hardly a moment of, oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, uh, I did. was not having fun after the first battle. I did enjoy the first battle because I was like, hell yeah, here we go. Slashing stuff up. Samurai Jack, cool. And then, <laughs> and then the game happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Samurai Jack battle through time. Bad video game. Question number two, is this a good Samurai Jack video game? I felt like when we started this, I felt, yeah, you know what? It is a pretty good Samurai Jack video game. And then the amount of times that we spent going through this saying they could have done so much more with this, like it could have been so much better this moment, this character could have done this and they didn't do it. Is this a good Samurai Jack video game? Uh, Mixed. Yeah, (laughs) I would say no. I don't like what it did to the lore. I don't think it needed to happen. I think I think it was like a good idea not done well. Yes. I agree. I think the premise was interesting. I don't think it needed to happen, but if you're going to do it, mm-hmm. I think it was an interesting way to do it. And yeah, just squandered opportunities throughout. Yep. And a complete undoing of things that we very much liked. Of a great ending. <laughs> Turning them into shit, (laughs) which is so frustrating, but that is what the game did. Um, So is this a good Samurai Jack video game? I think mixed because, again, if you are like a huge Samurai Jack fan and you want to play this on like the easiest difficulty just to see all the Samurai Jack stuff, like I think there is some value in that. Yeah, but I will never play this game again. No, I've already deleted it. (laughs) I have also already deleted it. Um, I didn't care for this game at all. No, no, uh, it was a chore. <laughs> um, I, I did not have fun for the majority of it. Uh, pff, eh, that's all I got to say. We're both completely broken down. This has been a two hour thing, but <laughs> I, I kind of wondered if this was going to be a really quick podcast yeah. <laughs> episode or if this was going to be a very long one as it's become, because I know we both had so much to say about this game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
And I, I, I said it before, but I really wanted to like this game. So I do I desperately feel bad. wanted to like this game. I do feel bad like shitting all over it, but it just it's not good. Don't don't play it, guys. I can't recommend it other than to the most the biggest Samurai Jack fans out there. But even then, only if it is on like a steep discount. Yeah, I think it's 40 bucks normally. Not worth that, which price. is even still too much for it. Yeah. I would say maybe $10, you know, like a price of a movie ticket. You can get in there and mm. see what's going on and then bounce out really quick. Yeah, it does not have a lot going for it. It's pretty short. It's a slog. The replay value sucks because you just want to finish every level because they're not fun to do. Mm-hmm. But you do end up replaying it a lot because you have to to grind out these currencies. Yeah. Uh, none of the secrets are very fun. One of the the only fun secret I found was the one of those medals was being dragged around on a cart by one of those alligators like off in the distance and you had to shoot it as it ran by. That's kind of fun. That's the most interesting any of those ever got. <laughs> I think they do that like twice. I think so. Yeah, it's OK. <laughs> yeah. Uh, OK, Brendan, we I, we don't have to belabor this point anymore. Samurai Jack Battle Through Time does not get the stamp of approval from this podcast. Nope. We both actively disliked it. Denied. Not art. But it cannot be said that we did not thoroughly <laughs> dissect what this game is all about. So I'm glad that we have put this out. We into have the world. done it. Yep. I'm willing to bet this is the most thorough dissection of Samurai Jack Battle <laughs> Through Time that exists in a podcast format. I doubt that anyone has done what you and me have done here today. Uh, probably not. Nope. I, I don't know. Is anyone going to care? Has anyone made it to this point in the episode? I don't probably. Yeah, probably someone out there. Thanks for listening. God bless you. We are so thankful that you are (laughs) here. It's people like you that makes this thing continue to run. Brendan, continue to run is what this podcast is going to do with much better topics to cover (laughs) in the future. But for now, Samurai Jack battle through time. Game over. Game over, man. Yeah. Uh, See you next time, gamers. (laughs) Bye.